Are we starting? Are we? No, no. Oh. Oh my gosh. Hi, this is Samantha. And this is Nancy. And welcome to Random Women Stuff. We're back. Woohoo. Wow, well, that was really underwhelming. <laughs> what a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> The last three months have been like 17 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's been longer, but yeah. yeah. So we've taken a break, if it wasn't obvious. Yeah. We um, needed time Yeah, to digest life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of a little fed up with uh, everything that was going on re- within that time with like George Floyd and the protests and what the like media was saying and what the government was saying. And I just, I needed, I was just very, very mad. We just very mad. We both just got overwhelmed with being quarantined and just everything on, like Nancy said, everything. Too much. Yeah. I should be talking to you, not, I don't know. It's okay. We're getting back into it. So it's our first (sighs) time in a while. (laughs) We're currently outside. We're trying to mix it up a little bit. So you might be able to hear some like creatures. Yeah. Nancy, one of the many things that Nancy has done over the summer is work on remodeling her her house. Yeah. So she's got this cool new patio set up, which we will post a picture of us podcasting from. Mm-hmm. But it's really nice. Although somebody decided now that they need to chainsaw some trees. Probably. Um, so that's, that's going to be a nice effect, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it it this whole thing was a labor of very long love. It's beautiful. You guys yeah. did a great job. Yeah, it's a lot of yelling. You know, we had to cut things on angles. <laughs> it's just it home a mess. projects are the worst <laughs> when you're doing them together. Yeah, well, Joe's like Nancy. You just have this special touch, like you know, like I need you to be a part of this process. And I'm like, okay, I'm a part of the process. But then I'm like, why are you cutting this? Like, that looks so stupid. <laughs> and I was like, this is what you mean by me being a very important piece of this project? Like, <laughs> just yell at you all the time because I get so mad about everything. <laughs> Sounds great. I so mean, I'm the yeller. Maybe that's part of his creative process. Maybe, maybe he needs that to be able to come up with the fantasticness that is this new porch setup. Yeah. The best part was like we were halfway into this and he's like, what do you think? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, well, can't you see what we're doing? I was like, I can't tell any of this right now. It just looks bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did he like explain the vision or did he like go, we're we're, going to change the porch? Well, I said I wanted to change the porch. Okay. And we had this like stupid ass like particle board ceiling. It was really ugly. And I was like, I want to like paint it blue. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to do anything else. And Joe's like, well, why don't we just like take the ceiling out and put a new ceiling in? And I was like, oh, I'm sure that's easy. (laughs) I don't know. So he, we like ripped it down one day and I was like, oh, wow, this nice like vaulted ceiling exists. This is really pretty. You know, like maybe we should do something with that. And so he's like, okay, well, we're going to do boards and they're going to go like this. And I was like, okay. I didn't understand what outside of this meant. And when I mean this, I mean like shape of like a triangle. Yeah. Nancy's making hand gestures that work really well over audio. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he's like, it's going to look like this. And I was like, okay. And I'm not, I don't know. I'm just not the type of person. I have to see it. 
to like understand it. Yeah. Like if he described this to me, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. So. Well, and I've heard Joe describe things and he and Neil kind of describe things in the same way. And they use the minimal amount of information possible because they assume you understand 90% of what they're not saying. Yeah. And that they only have to give you like a sentence and then Mm -hmm. boom, this is here. Yeah. So my favorite part, I would be like, what are we doing now? And he just like sit there and stare. And I'm like, you're going to talk to me? You're just going to talk to yourself. Like, what's happening here? <laughs> but we did it. And we're not divorced. <laughs> it's good it news. It is fantastic. Yeah. It looks really nice. Thanks. We have two more projects that we have to do outside before we're done. So, <laughs> Well, it's getting to be fall. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We'll get there. Yeah, we also had, what, a tropical storm, tornado, hurricane craziness that happened recently. Yeah, if yeah. we work backwards, mm-hmm. we, you know, through the summer, we had two two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I want to say it was last week we had the tornado. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. Time does not mean much anymore. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we were lucky. We didn't lose. I mean, we had some branches down because um, I think we had two weeks in a row where we had the tornado was last week, but the week before that was the tropical hurricane storm, thing. hurricane. Yeah. We had branches down. We didn't lose power. Yeah, we didn't lose power either, but um, a couple of our friends lost power. So they're like, they brought their their whole fridge to our house. It got weird because I was like, wait, is this my food or is this their food? Like, I don't know whose food this is. <laughs> and, then, and then they were like, can you just eat this food here? Because it's going to go bad. And I was like, I feel weird eating your food. Yeah. I mean, you know, like not, not like, I don't trust you. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is your like, food yeah. and you brought it to my house so you could save it. And now you're like, it's going to go bad. I can't make it. And I'm eating it. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. Yeah. So we've been anyway. like busy yeah. at our house. Yeah. I think I mentioned this before we cut off and needed a break, but we adopted a 22-year-old kid. I don't know. So we have three. We, we now have three kids. Woohoo. Um, and he came with a little doggy. So we've been, you know, integrating him into our house and our family. And he's he's really good. Like, Elliot loves him. Cameron loves him. It's you have been, a full-time babysitter now. We have a full-time babysitter. Um, but I don't know. We've just been trapped in the house, and bu- but busy at the same time, but never going anywhere. It's weird. Every Monday I wake up and I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> what's the point? You know, like, I go into work and I'm like, okay. You know, like, I just feel like, I don't know. I, maybe I just need a break from like work and I've taken a couple days off because it's been like, it's been a bit much, but. But you've been back to work now. Yeah, I'm like in the office. I've been in the office since uh, the beginning of June. And do you go five full-time. days a week? Yep. Ah, oh, I didn't yep. realize you were full-time back in the office. Yeah. So like every morning I'm like, what the fuck do I wear today? You know? Cause, like, Does it every- even matter? Well, like for the whole time everyone was on quarantine, I went in a couple times and, and everyone was wearing like very casual clothes. So I was like, all right, I'm going to wear my very casual clothes because I'm like fixing shit in a machine, you know? So when, when I went back to work, my boss was like, yeah, you guys can wear jeans if you want. I was like, okay. So I'm just wearing jeans and I'm like, but what the fuck do I wear? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what to do. Like I started a routine and I'm like, is this the right routine? Like mm-hmm. I'm having tea in the morning. Mm. I wasn't really doing that before, you know? And like, I don't know. I don't know. Just like, I'm like, I'm eating lunch at my desk. And like before we would like go, like in the summertime, we'd go to like outside or we'd go mm-hmm. for walks, you know? Like there was other things that we were doing, but like, I'm like, this routine is like shitty. 
Are they discouraging people to congregate? Like if you wanted to go eat lunch with four or five people, you'd have to sit like six feet apart. Yeah, there's like, they the cap is still in existence. It's just like, there's like five tables for like a thousand people. So, (laughs) and there's like six chairs, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So like you're basically eating by yourself. It's super, super lame. So I just eat at my desk now. There's just no reason to go anywhere else. So um, yeah, so that's a little weird, but. I don't know. It's just, it just feels like like we see people that are like certain people that we like kind of been like quarantining with or like a ca- casually like I would go like see one friend and that was it, you like know, cohorting or whatever they're calling it or like po- quarantine pods. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's kind of like a pod. Been, yeah. yeah. So like we've opened it up a little bit in the last couple of weeks. But honestly, like before that, we were just like, all right, we're just going to go hang out with this one group of friends that we have. And then that's mm-hmm. it. So I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know, like it's just so so weird and no one's really like explained or talked about like how it feels, but like you just go through the same thing every week. Yeah. And like the weeks just go by so fast and it's not like in a way where it's like I'm enjoying life and like, it's like everything's on pause, you know, like every, everything's on pause. Like I feel like nothing has happened, you know, everything's happened and nothing's happened at the same time. Yes. Yes. It's super, super weird. Yeah, because we're we're moving forward, and there's so much going on. Like, we're all trapped in our little bubbles mm-hmm. in our communities. Mm-hmm. I think, at least here in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, but there's so much going on globally and nationally, and there's yeah. just there's all this stuff happening, but it's happening in bubbles. Like mm-hmm. the Democratic convention was all in the RNC. Like watching that all being basically except for the few, you know, rallies, basically being separated. Like all these events and things that define an election year, define summer, aren't happening so much for us. Mm -hmm. Some people, they are. They're still doing their thing out there, um, you know, not really social distancing. But for a lot of us who are trying to like stay separate, it feels like everything's still happening around us, but we're like, not doing anything i yeah like when i when i watch like for the five seconds i watch the news because like i can't i can't handle it it makes me so upset i finally stopped i'm so glad because you were in like a super funk like (laughs) you you needed to like knock that off i'm glad you did because you're much happier now i did Um, i mean but i was watching cnn 24 hours a day like i was practically sleeping with it on yeah like i feel like we would i would watch whatever was happening and it would just be like nothing happen like it's i see it it's on the tv but it doesn't feel real right it's really weird and i've never felt like that before and like i feel like a lot of people feel like this but they're like not talking about it like like our neighbors are like oh we're we're like having people over you want to come over but then like everyone's really weird and like distancey and like uh-huh. oh it's just all the guys can hang out like none of the women get invited to this party but it's super cool i'm not offended by it it's fine <laughs> Well, I've I've talked to people that are like, yeah, we're going on vacation. And I'm like, yeah, that's weird. You're going, what? Yeah, we're going on vacation. We're going to South Carolina or we're going, you know, we're doing our normal family stuff. And, you know, my sister-in-law who lives in Boston, they went up to Neil's parents on the farm on the farm. And at the beginning of all this, we kind of had a discussion as a, you know, the grandkid or the kids that we weren't going to do that. But then things started opening back up and they decided to go up there. No judgment. They can do what they want to do, but we still don't feel comfortable with it. 
and you know they live in a northern part of Massachusetts that really had less cases. They're more closer to Vermont, and I don't know if they quarantined before they went up there or whatever. But I feel like we just haven't felt comfortable going anywhere. And I hear, you know, talking to somebody and they're like, yeah, we're going to South, we're going to Myrtle beach or we're going to Washington DC. Like they're still going forward with their summer plans and we canceled everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I won't get on a plane. I'm not doing any of those things. And then you get all this like hate from a lot of people. Like, why are you so scared? Why won't you do it? I don't I don't think I should be. I don't understand why people are judging other people's decisions right now. Like I don't think it there's no right decision on any of this. You know, it's not like there's a book that like helps us get through this like mentally, you know? Right. Like there's nothing like there's nothing out there for us to look at to mm-hmm. help cope with what's going on, you know? And so like when someone was like, Oh, you you don't go to a restaurant, I haven't been in a restaurant since February. And like, I mean, I'll go get takeout, but like, I'm not going to go sit in a restaurant, even if it's outside. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go to a bar, even if it's outside. I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, if other people want to go, like, go do that. Like, I'm not judging you or like upset that you're doing something that I won't do. But like, why do I have to do something that you're comfortable doing? Right. Why is it my response? Why why is it my responsibility to make you feel comfortable with what's going on? Right. You know, because that's ultimately what it is. People people are like, oh, well, why aren't you going to restaurants? Well, because I don't feel comfortable. Right. Well, why don't you feel comfortable? It's not that big of a deal. It is. It's a really big deal what's going on right now. And and I think like the fact that you you are making me feel uncomfortable for doing what makes me comfortable, I think is not okay. You know, like don't don't pressure people. Like right. what, what's going? Like I don't understand this whole like get back to normal, like pressure thing that's happening, you know? Yeah. Everybody should just get back to normal, do their own thing, do, do what we were doing before because we got to bring the economy back. We've got to bring everything back, which I, to some degree, I know the economy's taking a hit. I mean, it's terrible out there, Mm -hmm. but I feel we have prolonged the extent of the damage to our economy by not shortening and, and making this more aggressive sooner. And, and so the long-term effects, I think, in the United States are going to be longer and more severe. Mm-hmm. I agree. And people are like, no, just get out there and spend money. And then, But they're finding people aren't doing it. Like mm-hmm. Disney World is open. People aren't going. Yeah. So, But why would they go, you know? Well, I mean, Disney right now, people are freaks. Well, I know. I love Disney. I would love to go to Disney. I would love to go on a vacation, you <sighs> know? We need a vacation so bad. I have 20 days of vacation, which I have taken three of them. You know, this year, you know, that's crazy. That's crazy to think about because I had roller for from last year. I keep taking random Fridays. Yeah. But it's like, does it matter? And we're taking all the holidays off. But depending on how things ramp up, Mm -hmm. are we going to be comfortable going to our families? I mean, my parents are over 65. Neil's parents are over 65. Um, you know, and the, what we see is going to be the difficult part is Cameron's going back to high school. Mm-hmm. So he's going two days a week, hybrid. Our school district is a hybrid model. So Mondays, everybody is home. Tuesdays, Thursdays, kids with last names A through M go into school. Wednesdays, Fridays, kids with N through Z go to school. And they go for half days and they have like 20 minute classes. 
it's very confusing. Yeah. And trying to wrap your head around it. Um, we could have opted for full distance learning, which is what we did with Elliot. And we did that because they ask you every day when you get on the bus, they ask you, or when you get to school, does your head hurt? Does your tummy hurt? Do you have a cough? My seven-year-old is going to say yes every single time. Right. And he's going to get his whole class quarantined mm-hmm. and sent home because he he will be like, yeah, my head hurts. <laughs> not understanding why they're asking. Yeah. And so we're like, you know what? We're not even going to bother. We're going to do the. So we opted Elliot in for full distance learning. And Cameron, Cameron was like, please, please let me go back to school. I was like, you understand you're only going back for two days a week for half days because they don't have air conditioning in the schools. I never thought I would ever want to be a homeschool teacher like mm-hmm. this just because Elliot needs socialization. He needs to be around other kids. He gets speech therapy. He gets services from the school that are more that are one on one that we can't give him because um, ultimately we're going to be one on one teaching him, but we're going to be more like one on one fighting him. Yeah. Um, I also have to work during the day and like they want stuff turned in by like two o'clock in the afternoon and it's school starts at nine. And so I start work at eight. And, you know, I'm done at five-ish. So, okay, let me just take four or five hours out of that and figure out how I am going to teach Elliot. Fall is not going to be fun. No. No. And I feel for all the parents out there trying to make the decision and the teachers, the poor, poor teachers. As much as I want to, as much as I'm going to complain about this, at the end of the day, I'm not going to complain about the actual administration and the actual teachers because they're not the problem. The problem is the government and not putting together a plan so that everybody had something to follow. Everybody had the resources to do this. I mean, they're they're building the plane as it's flying mm-hmm. and they're doing the best they can. Being a teacher. Oh, my God. Could you imagine being a teacher and then having kids and then they are going through the same thing and you're. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, we, even, I never even thought about that till just now. Yeah. Wow. So we had a we had a, a call at the end of last year with one of Elliot's teacher teachers and it was a Google meets FaceTime call and she's trying to help us understand, you know, what the end of the year requirements are and her kids are running around in the background and she's trying to do what she needs to do for our kids but she's like I I I mean she was a little bit stressed cuz she's like I've got to get my kids schooled today. I've got to do my kids schooling and make sure they're up to date. And I've got to check in on 50 kids. I was like, I feel bad for being irritated now. How, how the fuck do we have school this right, fall? Right. Because nobody is consistent. And even like districts, if you look at the news in Connecticut, like Danbury went full distance learning because they had a spike in cases. There's a couple other um, school districts that are full distance learning. But there's some school districts that were like, nah, we're all going back. Everybody's coming in. You just said Danbury. No, you said Danbury and it it took me to John Oliver. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) The Danbury-John Oliver fight over the the sewage plant? Yes. It's amazing. Have you seen it, Pete? Yeah. It's so good. (laughs) He's like, I need this now. I need... The sewer system. The I sewer did not plant. know how much I wanted this, but I fucking want this. <laughs> <laughs> I have had like people like that are not that don't live here and they're like, hey, do you know where Danbury is? I was like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I was like, thank you, John Oliver, for picking a town in Connecticut so that like we can be connected to this. Because yeah. I was like, oh, Danbury. <laughs> We're here. We exist. We're in Connecticut. You know, we're tiny, but we're fuck you, Danbury. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, Dan Barry, you can go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, no, that, that, that's what he said. And the original, <laughs> the original episode that started it all. And then it was really funny when he, he the second episode came back and he was like showing like that little kid yeah. that yep. did the did the little Danbury news show and yep. it's like my mom told me. <laughs> John Oliver. Some like, guy named John Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not much to laugh about. No. And I appreciate that John Oliver yeah. is out there still making us laugh. Yeah. With Connecticut related things. Yeah. So maybe someday he'll hear this and understand that we love you. Yeah, we do. I, like right after that show ended last week, because he did like the second one where he was like, we've looked into this and we can totally like, you know, we could put the name on the sewage system. Like we, <laughs> whatever he buys, like the, he bought the sign, he bought the sign. And I'm like, all right, like I, I think my life goal is to work for him. Like that's just, <laughs> I yeah. just want to work for him. So <laughs> I'm not that far away. I can commute. Like <laughs> we're here for you. Yeah. But anyway, so what else? I mean, the summer has just been, I mean, with all the racial stuff, all the racial tension, and I don't mean to diminish it in any way, like trying to be a, an ally, uh, you know, a white female ally mm-hmm. in that community and and speak up and do things, but then not take from the moment. Like, that's part of the reason we had trouble podcasting this summer. Yeah. Was it's time for people, I think we felt, and you can stop me if I'm wrong, that we felt that we needed to step back partially because other voices were more important to be heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, part of it, that, that was part of it. The other part was like, I just didn't even know, like, what to talk about. Because, like, nothing... <sighs> was it wasn't none of our stuff was relevant i mean the the stuff going on i mean the 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 heart of this podcast is to talk about things that affect women and and drive and and to be funny and to try and drive some entertainment but also drive some learning and and get back we've talked about getting back to our roots but in the current climate was that really the time for that no probably not yeah yeah I just felt like at the time in June, like nobody wanted to hear about two white girls complaining that guys were grabbing their junk in front of them. Yes. You know, like nobody wanted to hear that. You yeah. Know? And maybe if they did, please tell us. But like, I just felt like, I, I felt like me talking about that just wasn't. Well, and emotionally, useful. we couldn't get there. You know, yeah. both of us were so sad yeah. and so. Very, very upset with what was going on. Just Still what's going on. We recognize that there we need to start putting some more lighthearted content out, things to to yeah. get people's mind out. Now that it's not that everything's been forgotten and moved on, nothing's been fixed. Um, but there also needs to be distractions because everybody is so tired and everybody is so worn out that I think I think it's the right time. We think it's the right time to start putting some other content out. So when you're burned out on the news, when you're burned out on just everything, if you want something lighthearted, we're here for you. That's so nice. It sounds so nice, Sam. Doesn't it sound nice? It does. It sounds really nice. We're nice people. Sometimes. I try to be nice, but I don't, I still, I still don't like people. I mean, the only thing I have to say <laughs> is that I thought, it's funny for us introverts that don't like people and like, don't like going anywhere. Like this was at the beginning, this was like, oh, this is nirvana. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to see people. I don't even have to go to the store anymore. Now it's like, get me out of the fucking house. I will go to stop and shop. I will go. And I will hate it, but I will go because I want to get out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) 
the only thing that's been good about this quarantine for us is that we literally redid the entire outside of the house. So mm. <laughs> that's been it. Like <laughs> everything else has been awful, but this has been like if we had a normal summer, we would have never done any of this. No, you guys would have been out doing stuff and yeah. hanging out and we would have been going to Rhode Island every like every other weekend to see our friends who have a sailboat and we would have gone on vacation. We would have gone to Michigan. We would have gone everywhere. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing holding us back. We would have been. So another thing that we've decided is that we're going to start launching episodes every two weeks. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I want to make sure that we threw that out there before we ended this episode. Um, it's probably we're probably going to stick to the Wednesday still, but we're we're going to do every other week. Um, we just realized with with our schedules and everything that we're doing that we were trying to pump out the content. And I think that we maybe lacked a little bit on the quality. And so we want to get back to uh, the quality that we were putting out before. So we're excited to be back. Yay. Yay. That's all of our updates. Probably. I don't know. Besides like how shit, like nothing's happened in my, my life. So except for my, my, my grandpa died, which I don't know if that was something we talked about. And my sister's cat died. So about it (laughs) (laughs) that's uh, that's like such a 2020 way to just say i don't know if anything's happened in my life somebody died uh because there's it's like it's like what else could happen yeah meth gators sharknado i don't know Uh, the the like the water spouts or whatever they are murder hornets which really just were a tease just everything um yeah, I was really looking forward to the murder hornets. Said I, no one. <laughs> the Trump parade, the, the, the Trump boat parade. That that, that was hilarious. <laughs> that but sunk. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them. Like, that sucks that your boat sank. Nobody hurt. You know? Nobody got hurt. Yeah, well, I'm glad nobody got hurt, but like your boat sank. Like many boats Many sank. boats. I don't know how that happens. Like, I don't know how multiple boats sink. It, but like, you must be really, you must have done something really stupid for that to happen, you know? It sounds like they went out on, you know, how some boats, you know, coming from boat, ski boat country, some boats are rated for deep water and big waves, have deeper hulls and are able to go like out in Lake Michigan and some are like little, little lake boats. sounds like there was a combination of little lake boats that couldn't handle big waves um, because they weren't the right type of boats. Oh my God, these people look so miserable in these boats. Oh my God. I mean, I would look at look at this. Look at this woman right here. Oh my God. I mean, when your boat's sinking. Yeah, that sucks. At least they have life us, probably. True. It's kind it's kind of comical in a sense because like people were going out and saying, like, we support Trump, and then their boat sank. Like is it ironic karma you know like you know what i mean it's like it's just it's 2020 just, i think the, just the imagery of it, it in itself is like just so spot on if, in and my if opinion. you if you miss it whenever this airs google it it's because great. the memes mm-hmm. and the comments on people's posted memes like it is hysterical if you're a non-trump supporter so I don't have anything else. How about you? No, but I don't know. I have no idea. We're good. <laughs> well, I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. I said nothing. I feel like we've done nothing just now. <laughs> so if you would like to reach out to us, we still have an email. It's randomwomenstuff at gmail.com. Um, we're going to start posting content on 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter, uh, Random Women Stuff and Random Women Pod. So you stay sassy. And thanks for stopping in. Testing, 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 testing. Me? Should I scream testing so, like Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> testing, 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 testing. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, Patrick Star. <laughs> it's my favorite song. <laughs> I can love that show. There ever was. Uh, Which one? SpongeBob. Me? I really like that show. It was very funny. It was like just that right mix of like adult humor and like child humor at the same time. And like Patrick and SpongeBob were like definitely gay together and it was like fantastic but they never lived in the same house. But they like had so many episodes where they were like married. <laughs> they did, and, like, didn't they? Hmm? They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Elliot loves SpongeBob. Yesterday we had to play SpongeBob in real life. Mm. So I got to be Squidward. And, and that random fish character that always comes in to buy Krabby Patties, that like same green fish. Oh, yeah. Not Plankton. The same oh. green customer fish. Yeah. 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 It's always the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. I got to be that guy yesterday. Mm hmm. Yeah.